Thank you for joining us today on Drawing Near. This podcast is designed to aid us in drawing near to God through reading and meditating on God's Word. If in the course of our time together, I can be of any assistance to you, please feel free to reach out to me through my email address in the description section of this podcast. Today, we return to our verse-by-verse study of the Gospel of Luke. It may be helpful to take some time before this study to read Luke chapter 12 and review where we've been. Today on Drawing Near, we will hear Jesus' commands for his disciples to be ready for his return. Let's take our Bibles and follow along as we study, ready and watching. And as we prepare for today's study, let's pray together. Our Father in heaven, we thank you for your word. We thank you for this time that we have together. Father, we know that your word is a lamp unto our feet, a light unto our path. It gives us understanding and wisdom, discernment. It feeds our soul, helps us, Father, to know you and your will for us, your will for your creation. And it reminds us that not only Jesus has come, but Jesus will come again. As we study today, Father, we pray that you would work in our hearts to help us to understand the urgency of being ready for his return. We ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. So returning to Luke chapter 12, beginning in verse 35, we read, Let your waist be girded and your lamps burning, and you yourselves be like men who wait for their master when he will return from the wedding that when he comes and knocks, they may open to him immediately. This passage has just a hint of stewardship involved in its understanding. The idea of stewardship is the idea that a person has a master. So you have a servant and a master, or a slave and a master. And Jesus is talking to his disciples as though they are servants, which they are. And he is the master. And he tells them, Let your waist be girded and your lamps burning, and you yourselves be like men who wait for their master. The idea here is, the master has gone off to a wedding, and he is going to come back. While he is gone, he has entrusted things to his servants, and when he comes back, they're going to have to give an account. But rather than focusing on the giving of an account, this passage focuses on the servants being ready and watchful for the master's return. Now, before we go any further, we need to understand. Jesus is communicating to his disciples that he, the master, is going away. He's going away, and he's going to accomplish some things, and then he's coming back. So if we miss anything out of this passage, what we don't want to miss is Jesus, who has now died on the cross and is buried and resurrected from the dead, in our understanding, in our history, he is coming again. That's the joyful tone of this passage for you and I. Jesus is going to return. And we need to understand this passage in light of that truth. So he says, let your waist be girded, your lamps burning. Be dressed, be up, be working, be active, be looking. Keep your lamps burning. Don't let things get dim. Don't let night overtake you. You need to be up about working and ready. You need to be looking. He says, you need to be like men who are waiting for their master. That should be the tone of every Christian. We not only know that Jesus Christ is coming back, 
but we're looking for him. We are expecting him. We are so confident of his return that we are working moment by moment, constantly doing what we're supposed to be doing, watching for him, aware of his coming. His coming is imminent. It could happen at any time. That too is clearly taught in this passage. And he says at the end of verse 36, that when he comes and knocks, they may open to him immediately. Jesus doesn't want his disciples to have to get up and get ready. Jesus wants the door to be opened immediately. The focus here is he wants them ready every single moment, and he doesn't want them relaxing or sitting back being casual and careless at all. He wants them looking and expecting. I guess we ought to have that by now, shouldn't we? Well, in verse 37, we're told, Blessed are those servants whom the master, when he comes, will find watching. There's a blessing here. The servants are going to be blessed when the master comes and finds them watching, rather than being punished or rather than them being kicked out. Whatever can take place here, they are going to be blessed when the master finds them watching. So we have be ready, we have watching, then there's a word of assurance in the middle of verse 37. He says, Assuredly, I say to you that he will gird himself and have them sit down to eat and will come and serve them. What's the blessing? The blessing is all of their faithfulness, all of their waiting and watching, they're doing what they're supposed to be, anticipating their master's return. When he comes, they're going to be served by the master. He's going to reward them and bless them with rest, with peace. He's going to care for them. Instead of when he comes back from the wedding and he's been on this journey and he finally gets back to his house, he's not going to sit down in his chair and just sit back and make his servants who have been working, waiting, and watching while he was gone continue to work for him. Rather, he's going to find them faithful and he's going to bless them by having them sit down and eat and rest, and he's going to serve them. What an amazing truth. What an amazing insight. God's desire is for Jesus' disciples to work and to watch now. But the day is coming when we will enter into his rest, when there will be peace, when there will be blessedness. And Jesus assures his disciples of this in verse 37. And then he reminds them, that they don't know when he's coming is. Verse 38, and if he should come in the second watch or come in the third watch and find them so, blessed are those servants. He may not come in the first watch of the night. He may not come later on in the second watch of the night. It may be the third watch of the night. We know not when Jesus returns. Jesus told us that no one knows but the Father. We're not supposed to get lax or we're not supposed to get lazy. We're not supposed to say, well, he's not come yet. I'm a little tired. I need to stop here. No, we need to remain faithful. That's what Jesus is talking about here. That's the emphasis of verse 38. Even if he doesn't come when you expect, even when he doesn't come in the second watch, or if he comes in the third watch, the last watch of the night, when he finds them faithful, he will bless those servants. Now we need to understand. 
those servants he doesn't find girded and faithful, there's going to be a problem. We're not told what that problem is in this passage. He expects his disciples to be ready. Then take a look at verse 39. But know this. We're to do all of this with this knowledge of blessing and assurance, but we're to know this, that if the master of the house had known what hour the thief would come, he would have watched and not allowed his house to be broken into. Therefore you also be ready, for the Son of Man is coming at an hour you do not expect. We're not to be caught off guard like one who has a thief breaking in while he's sleeping. We know this passage. If any one of us thought a thief was going to break in at midnight tonight, we would be up, we would be ready, we would be anticipating it. That's the attitude we're supposed to have regarding the return of Christ. We know he's coming, but we don't know if he's coming at midnight. We know he's coming. It could be at two or five. But since we know he's coming, we need to be ready. And the fact that he doesn't come early doesn't mean he's not coming. It just means we need to persevere. We need to endure. We need to continue to be faithful to the very end. That's why Jesus is so adamant in this passage that he is coming. We need to be ready and watching. We need to be found faithful, and it doesn't matter when he returns. He still expects us to be ready. And so this all begs the question, doesn't it? Are we ready? Are we doing what he wants us to do? Are we watching? Are we working? Are we waiting? We need to know that we must persevere. And don't forget, those who are found faithful will enter into his rest. We will sit down. He will prepare for us a meal. And he will serve us. How amazing that we who are so unworthy could be loved so much and experience such grace and mercy. We need to rejoice over these promises, but we also need to commit ourselves day by day, moment by moment, to faithful readiness. Father in heaven, we thank you for your word. We thank you for these truths. And Lord, we pray that you would give us wisdom and understanding. Help us not to just see that we're to have a token of readiness, but we're to be ready the way Jesus intends. The urgency of this passage, the certainty of this passage, makes that clear for us. Guide us, Father, into wisdom and truth. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. Thank you for studying with us today. You can subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn, or the Facebook page Drawing Near. Drawing Near is a ministry of FBC Tip City based on the truth that if we will draw near to God, He will draw near to us.